You're listening to the System Save Me podcast, episode number 201. Today, we're going to be talking about how to micro-launch and get the easy yes. So stay tuned. Hey, I'm Jordan, and my business love language is efficiency, because who doesn't want to sip pina coladas on the beach while your business runs on autopilot? We're here to help overworked one-woman shows become streamlined solopreneurs. And now with over 150,000 downloads, this is the System Save Me podcast. Hey, y'all. I'm super stoked to bring you this guest all the way across the pond and even a little further. She is so fun. And I had the privilege of being on her podcast. And we've got to really talk about how we both have I don't know if it's a unique brand name, but it's very recognizable because Maggie's got her unicorns everywhere. And we both talked about, you know, pineapples wasn't really my thing before my business. Unicorns weren't necessarily her thing before her business and how now it's so much ingrained in a part of our businesses. And she is such a delight. I'm so, so, so excited to dive into a concept that she has formed to help us really with getting our offers out there and getting the easy yes. So Miss Maggie, how are you doing today? I'm good. I'm super excited to be here. Yes. I'm so pumped that you're here as well. And for those people who do not know who you are, tell us a little bit about you and your business. Cool. Hello. I'm Maggie Gila. I am an award-winning business and marketing strategist and certified coach. I'm based in Amsterdam in the Netherlands, although I grew up in Singapore and all over the US and also Czech Republic. And I help online-based business owners grow and scale. Something I've been talking about a lot uh, recently, and I'll talk more about that today, is a concept I form called micro-launching, which is about creating marketing and selling an irresistible offer quickly, like within a couple of days, without all the bells and whistles of a really exhausting launch. I've been there, done that, had the burnout. So I'm trying to find ways of helping people grow and scale a sustainable, profitable business without all that stress. Amen to that. I'm so excited to get into your framework. Uh, But first talk to us about, you know, yourself or even, you know, your clients businesses who have also done some micro launching. What does your business, their business look like before they start to implement your micro launching framework? Yeah. So I've been in business for a couple of years now, I think five, six years now, give or take with some ups and downs in there. And I always thought I just did launching wrong. Like, I just thought I'm taking shortcuts. I'm being lazy. I'm clearly not doing all the right things because my launches in terms of the amount of time and like effort I'm putting in feel so much smaller than what I'm seeing. Yeah. After a while, this I actually like mentioned to a friend, like, oh, I just, I actually did a micro launch. So it was like about three, four days of light marketing. And I made $1,500 with a super small product with a fairly small audience. Yeah. And a couple of weeks later, that turned into four and a half thousand dollars from people who saw that, wanted to hire me or bought the product, wanted more, hired me. And then I was like, well, listen, I just made four and a half thousand dollars from four days of fairly light marketing and not that much effort. It's not like I'm not talking, I know I'm not talking about huge numbers. I'm not talking about, you know, multi six figure launches that are so sexy, but four and a half thousand dollars isn't something you're going to find on the street. And for a lot of people, that's a really, really nice cash injection. Amen to that. Yeah. I mean, I started talking about that. And every time I mentioned micro launch, everyone's eyes lit up and just like, oh, tell me more. That sounds like exactly what I need. I'm just like, huh, 
Interesting. All right. <laughs> <laughs> well, I can give it to you then. So yeah, I love that because I think there is, I guess people I feel like are talking about it being like a rite of passage of just like, you have to do a big launch to like, see what it's like, you know, get the badge, get the burnout. But it also doesn't have to be that way. And I like that you're making it easier for people to get, you know, their toes wet and get people into their programs or their one-on-one services with a much simpler solution to, you know, I mean, my people, y'all are techies, so y'all tend to be okay. But some of my listeners for sure are not super techie. And that's why they listen to this podcast and like the tech in general that you need to do for a mega launch per se can be super overwhelming. And also all the copy you have to write, my goodness, it's like you're writing a small Mm -hmm. town newspaper or more. So it's just so refreshing. And I think that's why people are drawn to your concept around micro launching. So let's go ahead and get started. We're going to get into the three steps to micro launch and getting the easy yes. So what is the first step? The first step is super simple. And like, guys, if you're listening, don't roll your eyes at me. Don't run away. I'm going to explain. It's about having a very specific, clear audience. So an ideal client. And the thing is like, so I have a master's of science and marketing strategy. And when I started freelancing and I discovered the online business space, I discovered ideal client avatar exercises. And I did them over and over and over again. And I was always just like, how is it helpful that my ideal client is Amy, who's 27 and drinks green tea before she just salutes in the morning. Like, how does this help me sell more of my stuff or make more money? Yeah. And I mean, I think a lot of this does come down to like, you know, what is important for you to know about your ICA and what isn't like, you know, I think I love that you talk about, you know, what does green tea have to do with how I'm selling to her? Yeah. You know, if you're selling green tea, it means the world. But if you are not selling green tea, then it doesn't. So I love that. And so is there questions or I guess things to observe when it comes to your ideal client that are important and we should have our ears perked up about? Absolutely. So I think if you're in the online business space, and if you're listening to this podcast, I think that psychographics are so much more important than demographics. So demographics are things like your age, if they're married, where they're from, how much money they make. Most of that information is not really important to my, I've had clients who were 22. I've had clients who were 73 and everything in between. I've had clients from Malaysia and New Zealand and South Africa. I've had clients from Vancouver Island and London and everywhere in between. What I think is a lot more important is personality. So you can look at psychographics, which are characteristics. It's sort of why, like Jordan, you use really bright yellows in your branding. We talked about the pineapple, what you have, and my unicorns. We both use fairly strong, bolder language with stronger opinions. That then tends to attract a certain kind of personality to us, right? Totally. Yep. hundred percent. We don't really get the shy wallflowers who are scared to make a move come to us. No, not at all. And that's kind of the intention. (laughs) Yes. Yes, it is. So I love that. Yeah. So that's something I look at. The other thing to look at is definitely the transformation you can provide. And that also links to step two, which is having a clear outcome of your offer. Mm, Yes. Outcomes. What, what is a good outcome and what is a bad outcome? Maybe you should start with a bad one first. Oh, I have the best example. <laughs> Female entrepreneurs aiming to get to their next level. Yeah. Yeah. And the thing is, like, we all naturally use that kind of language because a lot of us, that's what we do. We help people get to the next level. But the problem is that's really subjective. 
And the goal of creating a micro launch or something like this is that your people see what you're doing. They see your messaging, marketing, your offer, whatever. And they go, they self-select and go, oh my God, that's me, right? Which means that language like getting to their next level is way too subjective and can be interpreted in way too many ways. So I have an example here. It's definitely on the longer side, but this is not like tagline copy. This is more for, this is what I would use personally to make sure I check with myself that I'm on the right path. So for example, I could say I have something for service-based entrepreneurs who have hit an income ceiling and they have to move to one to many offer in order to grow and scale. Yep. So precise. And so much clearer. Yeah. And the thing is, I think a lot of people are really scared of getting this specific, not because they don't know how, but because if I say I work with service-based entrepreneurs who have hit an income ceiling and they want to add a one-to-many offer, I'm also sort of saying no to anyone who doesn't fit that. So you're kind of thinking, but then I'm technically leaving money on the table. Yeah, I think that maybe, you know, this is some of you is you feel like you can help more people. And so you think casting a wider net is going to then result in more people coming in. And that is so not the case. And I giggle because, you know, we all have probably learned this. I don't want to put words in everyone's mouth, but, you know, I certainly have learned this, that, you know, the sales are in the specificity. And so the more specific you can get, the better it is going to be for you overall. So like, I love Maggie's examples. Hopefully you can take those and, you know, adjust them and and play around with them for your own businesses and your own offers. But I love that it should be a specific outcome for a specific person, right? Their ICA we talked about earlier. Absolutely. And the thing is like this sentence I just shared with you, I shared that on a free workshop I was doing about micro launching and someone commented in the chat saying that is exactly, you just described me. And she bought that program like 10 minutes later. Boom. Like easy. Yes. (laughs) What we're talking about. Yeah, exactly. And the last part, this is like a very simplified version of the framework, but that's the idea. Like something like launching or sales selling, it can be made so, so, so complicated. What I'm trying to do here, it's for people like me, like you're recovering perfectionists, you're overachievers, you want to do all the things, you overthink everything, you doubt yourself. So I'm like, how can I make this concept and framework and process as freaking simple as possible so that, you know, I'm not trying to kill myself while implementing it and, you know, creating a revenue stream. Right. So the last part of this is adding urgency and scarcity to your offer. And this is kind of the problem if you've ever kind of said, put out something for sale and go, hey guys, I have this new coaching package and you got crickets. Yeah. And I think it's really coaches, consultants. If you have ongoing offers that are always available, that's kind of the problem because you do need to add urgency and scarcity with grace and with integrity, but to help motivate people, incentivize people to make a decision faster. That's it. Have you been dying to create a VIP day or virtual intensive offering, but are stuck in overthinking everything? You love what you do and how you support your clients, but lately it's become, well, too much. You may even be hitting your monthly revenue goals, but you're left completely exhausted. Yeah, been there, bought the t-shirt and the mug. Good news, I've built my virtual VIP day bootcamp that walks you through the nine steps to create and selling a one day virtual intensive. Grab the podcast only pricing of $37 for this two hour training plus tons of bonuses to build and sell your own one day virtual intensive. 
Since 2016, I've completely replaced monthly retainers with one-day virtual intensives and VIP weekends. So join me and stop dealing with the late night slack pings, lacking control over your own calendar, chasing invoices, explaining scope creep again, you kept my drift. Head on over to systemsamey.com slash pod bootcamp. That's P-O-D-B-O-O-T-C-A-M-P and grab the goods. All right, back to the episode. And so what is like, you know, I like good and bad examples. So like, what is an example of like a bad scarcity tactic or bad urgency tactic? Um, and how can you actually do it in a way that is, I don't want to say integrous, but just not, not in a spammy gross way. <laughs> I'll say. Yeah, I totally get it. I kind of, I feel a little like nervous actually about even saying the words you should have urgency and scarcity because I know this has had such a bad rap in the online space. Just to explain if it's a bit jargony for people, urgency is about creating deadlines. Scarcity is about creating a limited quantity of something. They both give motivation to make a decision, right? Mm -hmm. So bad urgency is buy now or you and your family will suffer a horrible fate, right? Right terrible buy my program if you ever want to make a, your business a success right yes stuff like that i'm just like guys maybe not you know and especially right now there's like there's enough fear uncertainty in the world without us adding even more to it but with scarcity i think the big thing people are scared of is false scarcity but on the other hand like if you're an online-based business owner anything you put out there is false scarcity why do you only have three client spots open i know you can take four Right. Right. So I think there's a difference between lying and saying, Hey guys, I'm almost booked out. Just one spot left when you're like crying in a corner desperate for clients and saying, I am limiting spots to only three to create scarcity and to create more motivation for people to say yes. And then actually only having those three spots. Totally. Absolutely. And I think it depends on, you know, of course, or if it's attached to your one-on-one time, like one-on-one time has natural scarcity and urgency. Right. And so, you know, to say you have just like endless spots isn't even true or like fair to yourself. It's being specific about, you know, energetically how many people you can pull in. Even with group coaching programs, if you're one person and you know, you're trying to get a hundred people in one, that sounds exhausting. So no two, like really be aware of like how many spots is right for you and that you will be able to give your time and your resources and all those things to those people. So again, I love that really the scarcity piece comes from the usually the number of people being accepted and joining in or signing up for the offer. And the urgency is again, like, well, once the spots are filled up, they're filled up and you can either wait six months to solve this problem, or you can probably just sign up now and solve the problem now, which sounds better to you. So I think it is done in a way that doesn't feel, yeah, spiny, especially again with what else is going on in the world. That's for sure. And so what kind of, I guess, results can people expect from micro launching? And you mentioned, you know, your ability to get, you know, you have your, I'm guessing like a smaller offer or something like that. That's not a high ticket, you know, 10K, 20K program, but you are then also able to feed that into some of your higher offers. So I just would love to share kind of like who this is best fit for and how they can transition a little bit of what, you know, the easy yeses into kind of maybe even a more major yes as well. Cause I love that you shared your particular example. 
Yeah, I mean, I can just share my exactly my example from uh, fairly recently. I did a micro launch for a thirty-seven dollar product, the CEO Quest, which is a twenty-one day like audio sequence with two minute audio clips on like mindset and sales and marketing. So it's a really very simple product. It took me like half a day to record everything, put it together. So I sold. I did a micro launch around that with a like. I just want to kind of say. Like, it's not easy sharing these numbers because I thought when I'm sharing my email list and launch successes, it's going to be like about hundreds of thousands. I had an email list of less than 500 people when I did this and with a $37 product. And within four days, I made $1,500. But from those people, three went back to me to buy one-on-one intensives with me and one booked in to be an ongoing client without an end date for a contract which in coaching is not that common for someone to say, I want to work with you and I don't want to have a stop date. Let's just keep going. Right. So the potential from something like that and from the people since then who've kind of come to me and seen that has been intense. And the thing about micro launching is that, and I just want to bring this back quickly to the urgency and scarcity, what we talked about, adding urgency and scarcity, if you have ongoing offers is great. But with micro launching, the idea would be you would create a new offer, a pop-up offer for a specific number of people so scarcity, with a specific deadline, so urgency, and follow that process. So you're creating a natural kind of like, well, micro launch, I guess, for lack of better term here, for a specific offer. So it's also about like, how can you repackage your time to solve a really specific outcome and create a specific transformation that people actually want? I think, Jordan, you're really good at this with how you market your own services. You're not going around going like, oh my God, I do systems. So whenever, you know, you need systems help. No, you have like a specific thing. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. This is what I do for you. Yep. I think what's also interesting about our industry is that people want to say people who buy a $37 offer are not going to buy anything that's thousands of dollars. Well, they have. Yeah. Ditto to that for both of us, actually. And I think it's so interesting because it's like, so you're saying that more people are likely to go from zero to a thousand or five thousand dollars, but somebody who already paid you thirty-seven is less likely to pay you that much money. Like, let's be real here. Like, so talk about maybe some of the the shifts that have to happen if you've been programmed to think, well, you know, nobody is going to go from this micro offer to a higher ticket offer, like how do we continue to just like nail down how this is actually super possible? Oh my gosh, I have so much to say on this. And that's such a great question. So first of all, this doesn't have to be a $37 offer. I'm doing a micro launch right now with a $350 offer include and plus some like bumps and upsells in that process, Mm. which is going really well because this is my program, your magical micro launch. So it's all very meta. I'm doing a micro launch on micro launching, teaching people how to micro launch. (laughs) (laughs) I'm obsessed. I love it. Starting a new MLM here. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. I kind of feel with a micro launch when it's like a fairly quick, it's, you know, think pop-up offers or think like this group program, you have an end date and then you can't like buy it anymore. It's not for an ongoing offer. I wouldn't use the sell 10K program. You can easily use it to sell, to sell something 500,000, even 1500. It depends on your audience. And here's, I think the actual problem with launching great launch results. When you see, you know what I'm talking about, right? Like the multi six figure launches. Oh yeah. Selena Sue, Marie Forleo, like that's what we see, but there are months of planning that go into that. There's hundreds of thousands of dollars spent on ad spend. And I think the pressure is too big. The pressure that's been created from what we see is too big for business owners, like who don't have a giant list. 
then you're like, but how am I supposed to sell stuff when there's a one to 2% conversion rate and I don't have a giant audience? So that's why I kind of realized that I actually have like a, a system and a process that's been working for me and my clients really well that I should start kind of documenting and sharing more. Because if you are able to do marketing in a way and create an offer in a way that your ideal clients see it and go, that's for me. I need that. I know why. And I need it now. You don't need to get those giant numbers of Facebook ads of an audience of an email list to be able to create a repeatable cash injection. Like for me, this is also about having more control over yourself. Like, you know, we talked on my podcast episode with you, we talked about referrals, which are fantastic, but you don't have that much control over when a client gives you a referral. Like there's things you can do to, to incentivize that process. But if you're like, you don't know your, where your next client is coming from, you don't yet have strong enough recurring revenue, like monthly revenue that's coming in, that's okay. And you don't have that revenue stream yet. Having a micro launch process that you can go, cool, I know I have a process I can tap into when I need it. I think that for me, that's something that's been missing for a long time. Yeah, that's so true. I think that everything doesn't have to be a mega launch like micro launching, right? Like which you should totally trademark is <laughs> I'm thinking about it. I'm talking to a lawyer on Friday. <laughs> Perfect. Yes. That, you know, it, everything doesn't have to be so big. Yeah. And like, there are people doing magnificently with these smaller type launches. And I think it's just, like I said, it's such a refreshing way to think about how you can market and sell your different offers. And so I'm super excited for people to dive in and whatnot. And because of this podcast, any tools that you suggest for micro launching or suggestions of like, just use what you've got, but I would love to know like tools that you use to micro launch, um, if that's the case too. Absolutely. So first of all, I think micro launching is still subjective. I have a friend who made 5,000 pounds actually. It's like what, six and a half thousand dollars through one Facebook post because her outcome and her, like it was so specific and it just, and she had everything. So that worked so well. Yep. So I think especially for service providers to create pop-up offers instead of oh ongoing coaching packages. It's so just please do it. Yeah. Work with what you've got. Like I said, you can sell something on a Facebook post. You can sell something like I did with a workshop because I really love giving trainings of workshops. I personally absolutely am loving Thrivecart. Like I freaking love Thrivecart. Oh my gosh. For European businesses, it also handles VAT, which is such a bonus for me personally. And I've used that like for bump offers for my affiliates as well. Because even with this micro launch, I just sent an email to a couple of affiliates saying like, Hey, here's like the sentence or two you can use. And here's the link. And that's like for people who then shared about my workshop with their audience, right? So it's also about how can we like uncomplicate things and how can you simplify things? Thrivecart's my favorite. And beyond that, honestly, whatever you have that works, I don't, do you need Thrivecart? No, you don't, right? Right. You don't need to invest in Thrivecart to do this. It definitely helps if you've got a system like that, just in terms of hand processing and pages and stuff. Like I've sold things, offers on Google Docs and PDFs and Instagram messages so I don't think there's anything specific you do need, right? Yep. Love it. <laughs> I am totally not about overcomplicating. So where can people find more of your goodness, where they connect with you and say what they've learned from this episode, but also where can they get more information about micro launching? 
oh my gosh, please come message me about what your takeaways and how you're implementing this from this episode. I'd love to hear. So I'm on Instagram at Maggie Gila. If you like fluffy Aussie doodles named Frodo, you will love my dog <laughs> who features heavily on my Instagram stories. I also have a podcast, Business Magic with Maggie Gila. Jordan was on there. We talked about referrals, which is awesome. And you can go to maggiegill.com slash microlaunch. I'm also going to have a freebie for you that walks you through my process and framework and gives you some good tips on how can you actually apply this. So I think it's really good for a lot of people, online-based business owners, especially if you don't have a giant audience yet. But I think almost, I just specifically want to point out to service providers who want to create pop-up offers, like specific offers for specific clients, then please go check that out. Yes. Love it. All right. Thank you so much, Maggie, for being on the podcast. I know tons of folks are now going to be get super excited and be able to get much quicker results than again, all of the big launching tactics. So thank you so much for sharing. Thank you so much for having me. So, so much fun. Sorry for talking way too fast. <laughs> I get excited. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening to the System Save Me podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave us a review on iTunes or send a screenshot on Instagram while tagging us at System Saved Me.